You are listening to the Moody Girl Podcast with me, Emily Fazer. Throughout this series, we're going to be opening the minds of experts and delving into the world of alternative healing methods. Before we start the episode today, I wanted to ask all of you listeners a question. Did you know that a lot of people are living with lower than recommended magnesium levels? I didn't know this either and had never explored incorporating magnesium into my daily life until I started having skin issues. I now use Better You Magnesium Oil Body Spray when I get out of the shower in the morning and spray onto my feet before I go to bed. I found that when I had psoriasis and hormonal breakouts on my face or body, I would spray it on and at first it really stung. But this was a sign from my body that my cellular magnesium levels were low. The more I got the magnesium into my system daily, the less it stung. It made sense. If you're feeling like you could benefit from having magnesium in your life, I would strongly recommend looking into using Better You Magnesium Oil Body Spray. Link to purchase is in the bio. Now, let's get to the episode. I've personally had so many different health struggles in my life. Doctor-prescribed medicines have often left me feeling worse and as though they are masking the problem rather than actually addressing the root cause. And this has led me to think outside of the box and find holistic ways to feel better in myself. I'm not professing to be some kind of health guru and I'm definitely not a doctor. Just someone who's trying to explore new ways to feel better and make the most out of life. This week, I'm going to be speaking to Shashi Mare, an experienced Jamaican yoga teacher who focuses on therapeutic relaxation bodywork. So let us come into presence. And we come into presence by allowing ourselves to connect, to feel grounded. I've intermittently tried yoga throughout my life and always had a general interest in it, but it's never really been something I've managed to incorporate into my daily routine. When I recently visited Jamaica, I was introduced to Shashi, And he really changed my perception of yoga in general. So let's sit comfortably. Feel uh, both sitting bones equally grounded to the earth anatomically. He led the class in such a way that challenged me so much physically. But mentally I left feeling more grounded and in touch with the earth and nature than ever before. And bring your awareness to your perineal region. And imagine your root chakra energetically rooted into the energy of the earth. Relax your knees, relax your ankles. Of course I've heard of the physical benefits of yoga, but more and more I'm finding that yoga can be the gateway into initiating psychological healing. And from that, people are starting to realize that life can be lived in a way that doesn't need to match what has been traditionally expected from us in society. Your torso is upright, just allow the spine to follow its natural curvature through the torso of your body and relax your shoulders, completely relax your body. This was definitely the case when meeting Shashi. I could feel the mental health benefits after just one intensive class. It set me up to operate on a new frequency for the rest of the day. Now, let's speak to Shashi himself. I really enjoyed this one. Okay, so hi, Shashi. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. How are you? I'm very grateful to you for um, inviting me to share your wonderful forum. 
and I'm looking forward to sharing a very lively discussion with you today. And so, I mean, I feel so lucky that, you know, we just kind of met by chance. Um, you know, my friends and I were in Jamaica for the first time. Um, and then we we took a kind of road trip to Treasure Beach, which at that point I hadn't really done much uh, research into it. We weren't there long enough. I fell in love with it. Um, and then through our amazing Airbnb host, uh, Skip, we were introduced to you. Um, and I mean, for me, the reason why I found you so interesting and why I kind of, I, at your yoga session was just, yeah. So that morning, I'll kind of tell you the story of where we were. So we'd driven to Treasure Beach and we'd hit quite a bad pothole. We'd completely bust our, um, our wheel and our tire of our hire car. Um, so we kind of needed to fix that. So we were feeling quite stressed about that. Um, and then we also didn't realize that we needed COVID tests um, and we didn't know how to sort that. So we woke up that morning and I was like, even though I was looking forward to doing the yoga session, my mind was racing because I was like, I need to sort all of these things out. I can't be in the moment. And then by the end of the session, I was just, everything fell into place. It was just like all of our mind frames changed. We were able to kind of deal with things at hand. Um, and yeah, so I thank you for that. You really like actually sorted that whole day out from, for us. And we all had the most immersive experience with you. Well, what can I say? You know, that that is the magic of yoga. You know, yoga is such a wonderful practice, um, either for your long-term benefits or even in helping you just deal with certain immediate situations like you experienced when you were in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. It totally brings you into the present because there's no other moment but the present moment. Everything else is some kind of illusion. Um, Buddhists will even tell you that even the present is an illusion. But what I'm saying is that it helps you to center Mm. To, to center, to see um, exactly where you are in this situation. And, uh, you know, when you're in that place of centered, of centeredness, you know, you know, it's like you, you, you then you come in harmony with the universe. Mm. And, uh, you know, all that you need to do and all that you need to be taken care of just falls into place automatically. It's almost like magic. I can't explain. It happens to me. Um, so many times and every time that it happens, it's like a wonder. It's like an, it's like an amazement to me. So I am so happy that I was able to contribute to making your day a little bit more manageable. Because, um, <laughs> you, you really yes. were. And like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll say it. I said it then and I'll say it now. Like it was by far the most, like the best yoga I've ever done. And I kind of wanted to go into that a little bit further with you. I mean, in the UK, when I've done yoga, it's usually in like, you know, a gym or a sports hall or a community center. Um, and it kind of feels like it's more of an exercise rather than a lifestyle. Do you know what I mean by that? Well, I, I do know exactly what you mean by that, because it's, you know, it's usually first the way that yoga is promoted in the West. Uh, yeah. it's, it's promoted as just another alternative form of fitness, yeah. which is wonderful. You know, it serves its purpose. It serves its purpose. But once you get into the practice, 
it, it, it's, it's as if you're, you're, you're because you know in, in Eastern traditions in, in um, most um, indigenous traditions um, the body mind is regarded as one unit there is no separation mm. so once your body be begins to come into a state of opt optimal um, relaxation your, your your mind becomes involved you understand what i'm saying yeah you know your your, your mind becomes calmer and you begin to see things that you didn't see before mm -hmm. so usually is is you know a lot of people will tell you that they came into yoga first because of the physicality of it because they wanted you know tight abs or they wanted <laughs> you know the the glutes to be that way or they wanted you know whatever you know and then they realized that certain other things started happening like organically yeah you know to in, in terms of your 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 mental um constitution and, and even the way you begin to see things so so mm. that's the way that yoga usually works you know people usually start on the level of the physicality whether it's like you say like it's a gym or um you know maybe in in college in a, in a physical education class or something like that you know yeah but yoga yoga is is um has a way to 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 create transformations even though you're not even looking for transformations you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. even though you think that there's might not think that there's anything to be transformed but yoga has its way and it teaches you what you need to know and everybody is at a different level of their life and their progression so um you know you 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 take it as it comes um the way I teach, uh, maybe I'm jumping ahead of you in, in terms of the, your questioning, but I accept everyone as they come in that level. I don't try to push anything on them. I just, I just teach them to, first thing to recognize your breath. <laughs> if you notice my class, um, there's a lot of emphasis on the breath. So to recognize your breath, first of all, and to find a comfortable rhythm of breathing. And from there, a lot of transformations automatically take place. Mm. I, I can totally see that. And I think like when we did that session, it was like so grounding, um, you know, also with the setting that we were in, it, it was incredible as well. I was like seeing hummingbirds, you know, flying around. It was the music. It was the sound of nature. It was, it was so much of the kind of all of it combined together seemed to just yeah just all of the stresses were just gone it was amazing um I mean can you tell us a little bit to the audience a little bit about your yoga journey how did you start getting into it did you start kind of as you say um for a fitness or or was it more about the lifestyle that you that you were interested in yeah, my yoga story is very interesting. I, I can say that, you know. Yeah, no, that's great. I, I got I, I I got introduced to yoga by television in Jamaica when I when I was a teenager. I was about maybe fifteen, and at that time we had one television station in Jamaica, and it signed on at two p.m. in the afternoon, and it signed off at ten p.m. And after ten p.m., it was nothing but grains of sand or snow coming down, you know, until two p.m. the next day. But um, of course, there, there was somebody who was responsible for choosing the television programs that Jamaicans would see for those eight or so hours. And all the television programs that we had were from like North America or Canada, you know, America, Canada, England, um, maybe Australia, but they were all imports, maybe 90%, except for maybe the news and the weather. And I remember a children's children's program, 
But this person chose um, one American public television yoga um, program by this man called Richard Hittleman. And uh, I don't know why this person chose a yoga program um, for the Jamaican people at that time, because as far as I know, yoga, yoga must have been practiced by like a handful of people. I mean, literally a handful of people. In, in Jamaica at that time. So that was my first introduction to yoga. And it, 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 it immediately appealed to me. It came on at Wednesday, Wednesday evenings at 5.30. And something about it appealed to me. And I learned also that yoga had health benefits, you know? I learned that it could help you with all kinds of health situations. And I, I, I was asthmatic mm. and also bronchitis, you know? Wow. And uh, so that made it even more appealing to me that actually I could practice to change the way I, I breathe, I, you know, and I, I never thought, nobody ever taught me that I could actually practice um, changing the way that I breathe. So that was quite revolutionary to me to learn that of that possibility. Mm. And, um, you know, later I learned more. We will, we will talk more about my progression but that was my initial introduction to yoga. It was by television. And how Jamaica. how how old were you when you were when you were? Oh, I was about that? fifteen. I, I I was about fifteen. Uh, I was about fifteen. Uh, that's so cool that you exp- you kind of discovered that from fifteen, and that's kind of where you're you're at now. Um, it kind I mean, of found me, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so cool. And like when you talk about being asthmatic um, and having bronchitis after you discovered yoga you know, did that, did that help your asthma? Um, you know, where are you at now with your asthma? Do you have to have like an inhaler in the, in the UK? No, 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 yet? no, no, no. I, I, I'm so grateful that even during my asthmatic um, stage, um, stages, I never got on the inhaler. Okay. That was one thing that my mother would never let me use. Of course, I had to do the, the pills mm-hmm. and the occasional injections, but I was never on the inhaler. Thank, mm. thank God for that one, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I was, you know, I don't know. I, I was always a, a young a youth interested in learning things. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I was also learning at that time that um, your diet was an important um, part of your health, of your well-being, what you ate, you know? And I grew up in a, in a conventional Jamaican family eating conventional things, um, you know, you know, we had our share of, of, of meat and refined foods and, you know, all the things that people eat, <laughs> not normal, quote unquote, people eat, you know. Yeah. And then I, I, start, I started to, you know, come across literature that was teaching me that um, by, by changing your diet, you could actually change your health, you know. Mm-hmm. So I started to self-educate myself in this way because, you know, there were no doctors who were going to teach me these things, you know, and my parents were not into these um, kind of things, you know. So I started to self-educate myself about um, changing my diet and the use of herbs, you know. Well, in Jamaica, you know, traditionally, we use a lot of what we call bush tea for a lot of ailments. So that was not kind of foreign, but I gained a new appreciation for using um, herb, herbal, herbal medicines to, to help me. And so I went on this self-care journey, <laughs> That's which... So and which has followed me throughout my whole life, you know, and, and was that, helped. Was yes, that from 
Was that from 15? Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 15, uh, Hungry Night. Uh, uh. Yeah. And then tea just ca- you carried on from yeah. there, just kind of yeah. discovering new ways of eating. Yeah. And, yeah I love and, that. And then it, another thing happened to um, about a year or so. Maybe I don't know what, what I have to share this with you. Um, so we lived in the country, you know, we, we lived in the rural area. And, you know, there was a supermarket that we used to go to for shopping, a, a big Chinese supermarket. And the next door, they had a little pharmacy. And in the pharmacy, they had a little bookshelf that was like a bookstore. It had a few books on it. I, I used to visit it all the time because it had comics. On the bottom shelf, it had comics. So I would go over there whenever I went to, to, the, to the town with my mother to the supermarket. And, and then I saw this book, and I, you wouldn't believe it. It was Richard Hittleman's 28-day yoga exercise plan. No. Of all the books in the world that that these people could choose to put on their, in, I mean, it's like a bookshelf, you know, <laughs> was Richard Hittleman's in the country. It's not like I was in the city. And, you know, and I, you know my mom had to buy that book for me right away, you know. So I acquired this yoga book at about 15, 16, Richard Hittleman's. And, you know, I had it for a long, long time. I kept it. And then a, a dear cousin of mine asked me for it, and I gave it to her. But yeah, that that, that is the beginning of my yoga journey. It was, it was that mm-hmm. kind of a thing, you know. So it was like it was meant to be. But don't, don't. I I had no idea that I would be doing this at yeah. this time of my life. I, I it was not like, um, you know, um. Well, my my real name, you know, my, is Ian. Is not. Ian, what do you want to be when you grow up? Don't tell me yoga. Yoga teacher had nothing to do with any of my conceivable um, aspirations. You know, any other thing but yoga. Yoga teaching. You know, but that was the beginning. <laughs> that was the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think yeah. it's so beautiful that it found you essentially from such yes. a young age. I mean, you know, so so many teenagers get into trouble not knowing what they what they want to do with their lives they don't have purpose and it feels like you know you have purpose from a really young age which is so special and you know and I and I think I think that's something to be so thankful for well I didn't approach it like I said with any form of sense of purpose or and and getting into trouble is not an option in my in my with my parentage and my family <laughs> so you know I you know I, you know you know I grew up in the country in Jamaica life is simple and everybody respects each other you know there's at that time almost no crime you know what I'm saying wow. so but you know I just these things just found me you know yeah. at that time of my life and, and you know kept me throughout my life you know mm-hmm. yeah I yeah. think like in, t- in terms of we so where I kind of was, I was um, I've got I had well I kind of do still have it a little bit, but it's a skin condition called psoriasis, um, and then so that was kind of like manifesting on my skin, um, and then I I found herbs similar to you um, and started kind of down that path, and it was there that it kind of opened up so many other alternative healing methods to me. Um, yes. And then I was just like, wow, okay, you know, I don't need to go to the doctor and put a, cre- a steroid cream on, on myself that's not going to like exactly. heal the root cause, you know. Um, so once I, I totally understand that, because once you open your mind to other ways of, of living life and looking after your body, mind, soul, it all kind of becomes one and you're, it's all encompassing. And, and I definitely yes. feel like, you know, what you've described is very much that as well. So it's really interesting to hear that you found it just way earlier than I did. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, you know, it, it's wonderful that, you know, these things that we call illnesses, they, they come into our lives to, to teach us certain mm. things that, yeah. about ourselves. And, and, and we can choose what path we want to go in, in, in healing ourselves, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and the, the wonderful thing about it is that you, you might not become a doctor, but in my case, um, you end up helping other people with health conditions. You mm -hmm. understand what I'm saying? So um, there's a little blessing in everything that comes into your life, you know, if you, if you learn to see it that way. Yeah, I, I totally see it that way. I didn't when I first had it. Um, and, you know, any other kind of things that I've gone through health wise, I've kind of I, I when I was younger, much younger, I'd see it quite negatively and would feel a bit, you know, angry about that. But now I feel like I've come full circle. And I think it's, as you say, it just highlights things that aren't going right in your life. What do you need to change? Look at your diet. Look at how you're living your life. Look at what you're doing with your life. Um, how are you spending your time? Are you moving enough? So it's just asking, it's making you ask the questions that you haven't been asking yourself for, for too long, basically. Yeah, well, yeah, like, like I said, these, these wisdoms <laughs> come into our life at all different uh, stages of our life, you know? Mm -hmm. Totally. And then, I mean, like, so you said initially when you, you know, watched yoga on TV, there was like a handful of people that did yoga in Jamaica. Where is Jamaica at now um, with yoga? Is it popular there? Well, I'm going to tell you that right now there are a lot more than a handful of people. Okay, that's good. Um, pra practicing yoga. Yeah, um, it, it has really grown over, over the years. and. Um, and mainly women, you know, as, I, guess, I guess as it is in most countries, um, I would say in Jamaica, it's like 90 plus percent women involved in both practicing and, and, and teaching, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it has grown in terms of numbers. Um, it's still limited to a certain class of people, you know, that's but that's in, the way that's it is. That's interesting. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah quote-unquote class you know in economic people certain people on the social economic level yeah um but that's the way it is and there are all kind of different perceptions of what is yoga in jamaica i just wanted to talk to you a little bit about cytoplan a unique science-based supplement company with many years of experience in nutritional science and whose emphasis is on quality of product my medical herbalist swears by them as they don't use any unnecessary bulking agents. Before I found out about Cytoplan, I was taking up to eight supplements a day, all with bulking agents in them. It was such a relief to find out Cytoplan products are extremely pure. I now use them daily and I would recommend them to anyone looking for quality vitamins and supplements. They have a great range for many different health benefits. So if you'd like to find out more, Please follow the link in the bio of this episode and check out Cytoplan. You won't regret it. Some people who like to participate in this exercise practice or in this breathing practice don't really like to hear the word yoga because mm. Jamaica is such a conservatively religious place mm. that they, you know yoga is thought sometimes regarded as anti-christian anti or pagan or whatever. So uh, yoga teachers would tell me that they, they don't even use the word yoga in order to, to attract people to come and, and learn how to breathe 
mm. you know, and, and learn how to take care of their bodies. That um, people are offended by even the word yoga in Jamaica. So that's wow. that's where that, that that's where this 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 country is at in terms of its mentality, which mm. is and then, I mean, because you, know, you were before that, you were in San Francisco, um, yeah. and you were teaching out there. Um, how? I mean, obviously, what you've described is, I'm sure, it's quite a contrast to the types, you know, to how it was perceived in San Francisco when you were there. Well, absolutely. You know, we know that San Francisco. Um, well, again, this isn't a perception, but take it for what it is. As yeah. one of the more cutting edge, um, liberal um, places in America. Mm -hmm. But in, in that area, um, is, is, is a lot of Asians, um, a, a considerable percentage of, of Asians, um, Chinese, uh, you know, Indians, Koreans, you know, you know even um, t Tibetans, but, but people who are aware of um, other spiritual practices that are not Christian, you mm -hmm. know, yeah, and other other spiritual practices to which yoga is not foreign or is not yeah. a bad word, you know. And yeah. then it's a, it's also a very hip place, you know, um, you know, high tech um, Silicon Valley area, um, you know, California is always kind of um, you know seen as one big Hollywood set, you know. So you have all these these people there who are generally more open and receptive to yoga. So yeah, yeah. So where I was in San Francisco is one of the you could say it's one of the main yoga in terms of the modern world practice of yoga. It's one of the main centers in, in you could say in the whole world. You know, because people even come there from all over the world to do like teacher training programs. You know to do um, yoga intensives, you know, yoga, you know, yoga is taught in the universities at different levels, you know, from, from undergraduate right up to doctoral levels, yoga is studied and, and, and taught in, in, in these places. So, and even in, in the churches, yoga is taught in certain churches and they open their, their doors to yoga certain evenings or days of the week, you know? Mm, mm. So that, that, that's a completely different um, environment. Um, yeah, a hundred percent. yoga. Yeah, yeah, but 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 also, you know, I also lived and taught in in Florida, from in in Miami, Florida, which is which is also you know, um, place with a lot of yoga students. Um, you know, um, I also taught in China. I don't know if I mentioned this to you before, but I I spent several years traveling to and teaching yoga in a city called Hangzhou, wow. in China, and that 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 was quite an interesting experience. You know, I helped. Uh, um, to establish yoga studios in 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 in, in Hangzhou, wow, in Hangzhou, China, and uh, you know that that itself that itself was a whole different <laughs> level of um, involvement in in, mm. in my whole yoga teaching and practice. Uh, yeah, so so all of these places I've lived in and and, and taught in are direct contrasts to to my dear beloved home country of Jamaica. Yeah. The thing, the thing is, though, I found like, well, Treasure Beach itself, it for for us, and we were there for a really short time, but it felt so special, you know, it felt like so unique, nowhere else I'd ever been before. It almost just had like a feeling when you were there. It was, it felt really spiritual. Um, it felt really 
I don't know, grounding. Um, and I mean, for you to come back from the States to Jamaica, to live in this, you know, really amazing spiritually, beautifully, and also landscape, you know, is stunning. Um, I mean, do you feel more connection now to the practice or do you feel like you're approaching it with like a, a new mind or is it, have you evolved from where, from where your teaching was when you're in America now that you're back in Jamaica? Um, you know, I've, I've come from an early age to, when I was a teenager, I, I, you know, apart from the initial, you know, childhood fascination with this thing on television and then learning about, um, to integrate it in my whole self-care and, and, and health maintenance. Um, even from that age, I started to associate yoga with my spirituality mm. and, um, you know, which was quite different from the you know conservative Christian country that Jamaica still is. So um, that has been with me throughout my whole life to this time. So I'm, I'm I'm constantly on this 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 road, this journey of spiritual evolution. Mm-hmm. And and yoga, you know, the the word yoga it means to to connect. The, the, the root of the word is from Sanskrit, and the word itself is Sanskrit. But the, the Sanskrit root to yoga means to yoke, like you know how they illustrate like the 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 yoke that that yokes to to oxen in that uh, furrowing um, plowing a field. So it's that thing that that, that connects these two oxen, you know. It's, it's called, um, you know, the, the, the root of the word yoga comes from that actual implement. So it means to connect. Mm, um, I didn't, on, I didn't on, know on, that. That's really yeah, fascinating so, to know. Yeah. So, 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 um, so on a more spiritual level, it's, it's, it's about connecting yourself, your, yourself with the infinite, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it, it's, it's, it's learning to, to harmonize with the, with the essence of the universe, because we are all a part of that great um, cosmic matrix. You know, uh, we grew up thinking, or we, you know, that uh, we are separate, that man is separate, and man is here to dominate that, and and blah blah blah. But we are all just part of the great grand design, and yoga helps us to continually be aware that we are just a part not a part, but a part <laughs> of yeah. this grand cosmic design, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's deeply in, ingrained in my, in my whole spirituality, how I see myself mm. um, in, in this universe, in, 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 in terms of how I fulfill my purpose in this universe. So, so I'm, I'm always on a path of growth and I never get to a stage where I feel that I'm like a yoga master. I am like, I have graduated that I know everything. And I, I don't ever want to get to that stage because the learning, the journey is so always fascinating, always, mm-hmm. always different um, petals, like petals and a flower opening. You understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah, yeah. So, so that, that, that is my yoga journey in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Wow. Honestly, that's, it's so, it's so incredible to, to hear it explained like that because, you know, just, from the beginning when we spoke about it on on the surface level it is it is you know it's you can get fit from it you can go to an exercise class but when you look at it like that it completely change changes my whole perception of it um and I want to do it more now I want to learn more and thank you for 
you know, in igniting that fire to find out more about, you know, the, the yoga lifestyle and how, and how to kind of live that. Um, I mean, for any listeners out there, so um, I started this podcast mainly because I reached a you know a crisis point with my health. Um, was really stressed, felt burnt burnt out, and I wanted to look for new answers and learn more about holistically healing myself. Um, so I mean, for anyone who's out there who's at you know the crisis point where they've been living life a certain way. Um, it's not quite working for them anymore, but they're not sure how do they, how can they start their yoga journey? Well, um, you have to be interested or curious about it. Yeah, of course, you know, um, you know, it's not something that somebody can come and impose upon you. Um, you know, I, I don't think there's any fixed way, just like my, how I started, it just, this thing came on television, television. Uh, but no, it's it's everywhere, you know. So you know, everybody knows. Every, every child knows the word yoga. Sees pictures in magazines, sees people on television, sees people on billboards. So it's part of the the, the popular culture, the popular Western all over the world now. People, everybody knows about yoga. So there there is no um, prescribed way to enter. I mean, you might want to go to a yoga class. You know, um, now now they are introducing yoga to people in like elementary school or prep school or you know sometimes even toddlers. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe you wait until you go to college and then decide to do a, a physical education class and maybe yoga is an option. You can go do that. You know, maybe there's a studio around the corner that you know you're always curious about what is this yoga thing, but you never gone in there. You don't know what it's like. You you know maybe you have preconceptions or whatever of yoga. So there is no um, suggested way to get into yoga. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that's um, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's just like that. It's available, I know, in most cities in the world, even in rural areas. So if if, if it's something that appeals to you, go try it. You know, even in hospitals now, there there um, in 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 psychological um, in in psychiatric war in 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 all over the place in, in, in medical mm-hmm. facilities yoga is presented as as a healthcare option so there are so many ways nowadays that one can get into up to, to yoga if one chooses to uh-huh. absolutely uh-huh. um and then i mean i know you've t- you've kind of spoken about herbs so those are kind of very much intertwined uh, in your life along with yoga are there any other rituals or you know um habits or things that you do every day that are fundamental you know for for your kind of daily balance well uh meditation is of course key mm-hmm. and you know meditation is is the ultimate aim of yoga you know to 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 learn how to meditate to learn how to sit in quietness um, to to learn how to tune into your inner your inner world. Um, this is the ultimate aim of of, of yoga. Um, so meditation is important to me. Um, you know there there are certain basic um, ways of living that are integral to yoga. Certain moral ways of living. You know the way you the way you relate to people. You know you learn to respect, relate to people truthfully. And respectfully, you know, you, you learn to re- relate to people in a way that you're not grudging anyone for what they have. You know, mm-hmm. you 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 um, 
you 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 learn to to respect each each person's humanity you know you you learn to respect the earth you learn to respect animals all all of these are integral to 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 the yoga way of being you know um and yoga is also you know in 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 its traditional sense it's related to this indian science of of life called ayurveda Mm. um to the indian med we call indian indian way of, of medicine so so yoga in, is integrated into your diet you know um into my diet in, into you know um it, it's it's a whole organic um it's a whole organic process you know everything is into is interconnected um and there's a physical yoga practice of course you know um just it, your 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 mindfulness about the way you're breathing, how I breathe, you know, um, you know, the constant awareness, um, a certain sensitivity to 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 things around you, um, learning to even 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 though you're sensitive to things happening around you, that you don't necessarily have to react that way to you know, so, you know to, <laughs> so yeah, the the the, the way of yoga permeates. Um, every aspect of my life you know cleanliness um non-violence you know peacefulness all, all of these are integral to yoga um i mean yeah that all that i've just kind of like almost hypnotized by just your story and yeah and and your journey with it so i think it's yeah so interesting and when you think about all, all as you say it's all encompassing it's every part of every every day of your life so it's it's not just a ritual it is your life i guess mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah um, you know I, yeah I know when we did our um, our yoga session, you kind of started it with some some chanting and some breathing. Yes. I wondered yes. whether you'd be able to do a little bit for us live on the podcast now. It doesn't need to be super long, um, but just something for the listeners to um, to hear in in our conversation. Well, you know, I really wasn't prepared for this because I'm not. I'm not very good at this kind of distance teaching kind of thing. I'm I'm a face-to-face kind of a person. That that's um, fine. Yes, I I I I did start with uh, with a mantra. Yeah, mantras, um, mantras. You know, I I I I also study Sanskrit. You know, Sanskrit is um, ancient um, Indian language. Um, it, it's it's it, it, the word yoga is um, is a is a is a Sanskrit word. The, the word mantra, you know, um, a few a few Sanskrit words have come into what popular culture. Um, words like karma, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you hear people talking about chakras and these kind of things. Uh, all all of these are Sanskrit words. But anyway, um, so I studied Sanskrit and I studied Sanskrit and I practiced Sanskrit mantras as a way of healing. Mm. Um, if you if you um, if you study into the, the creation myths of, of many cultures around the world, um, it starts with the sound, even in, in, in the Christian tradition, it's saying the beginning was the word, you know, and the word was was with God and the word was God. And, and you know, in a lot of other traditions, the, the creation came, came comes out of sound vibration. So, um, you know, my, my, my master, my, my teacher um, introduced uh, me to yoga as a science um, introduced me to Sanskrit as a science of sound vib- vibration. So I, you know, I chant Sanskrit as a way of maintaining um, awareness, as, as a way of healing, 
you know, um, some, sometimes just as a way of feeling good, you know, like the way you would sing a song, you know, the way some people would sing a pop song um, that bring music, you know, music is music, it just heals you. So anyway, so I, I gravitated a lot towards um, Sanskrit hymns and Sanskrit mantras mm. um, as a practice and as an integrated part of my practice. Uh -huh. um, when we, I, I, I think I chanted a very simple, beautiful mantra at the beginning of our class. And I, I will share it with you since you asked me. Um, it goes like this, you know, you begin by chanting Om Asatoma Satgamaya Tamasoma Jyotir Gamaya Mrityorma Amutam Gamaya so uh, translated, that means lead us from untruth unto truth, lead us from darkness unto light, lead us from death unto immortality. So that's how that mantra um, basically translates. Uh, I, I don't think I have the most beautiful chanting voice. But no, but honestly, thank you. I, I, re I really appreciate that. Yeah. I know, I know yeah, you weren't yeah, prepared yeah. for that, but I just, yeah. I, I, all yeah. of a sudden, yeah. I remembered that yeah. you did that. And thank yeah. you so much. That was really, really, yeah. really good. So, 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 so mantras, mantras sustain me as much as any other aspect mm. and of do my you, practice. Do you, yeah. do you do those, when you meditate, do you have your mantra going throughout? So is that what you yes. kind of meditate on? Well, um, I, I, I have a meditation practice where I, I don't meditate on anything. Because meditation is beyond any kind of thought or concept or construct or anything. Re true, true meditation is, is transcends any, even, even man you, you go beyond mantras. But of course, when I'm teaching, I use mantras as a way to enter, as a, as a doorway to enter into meditation. Mm. And um, it because it does this, you know, it 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 sinks into the subconscious, you know, and I, I entertain it into the subconscious because that's I have no fear, you know. People, you know, again, like talking about people, they tell you, oh, that is devil worship and devil thing, <laughs> you know. Um, anyway, um, but yes, you know, I entertain this kind of sound vibration into my very being, you know, mm. um, day day and night. Uh, I know we spoke we spoke a lot about music and for for me music is like a it's always been a fundamental part of just my daily life if I'm you know washing up if I'm going on a walk if I'm you know driving in the car I'll always have like a theme a theme song playing in the background I'm always wanting to learn more about music and I know you said in our conversations that you probably know the most about music and you're not a musician <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, music is an important part of my life. Yeah. You know, it's just the way I am. That even if I if I go into some time anywhere I go, people think I'm a musician. Really? Because it's one of those concepts because you know they, they think every raster man is a musician. You know, so when it's the, and anybody with dreadlocks, you know, <laughs> is a music. You know, it, 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 so so I keep, I keep getting asked this question everywhere I go. You know, if I'm a musician, you know. <laughs> And yeah, but anyway, you know, um, I, I went to see one Vedic, Vedic science, Vedic astrology, 
is um you know the, the indian tradition of 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 of, of um you know, of interpreting one's life according to the movements of the, the, you know, the, the heavenly bodies, the stars and the planets and the moon and the sun and all these things. So, so there's a Vedic science, Indian science called Vedic astrology. And, and I once, once went to see a Vedic astrologer when I was in India. And, and one of the things he told me, because, you know, in, in this thing, they, you know, they can see into past lives. They told me that in one significant past life, I was a very influential musician. That's what he told me. He told really? me I, I was a very yeah yeah he told me that in a past life I was a very powerful I didn't ask him anything about if you know he just said this to me that I, I was a very influential um, musician in a past life but that is not my journey in this life so I, no. I think I have yeah wow. music is somewhere there that's uh, yeah. I love that that what what yeah, kind yeah. of what can you can you say the name of that again um, Vedic Vedic astrology Vedic. Okay. Vedic. Vedic from the Vedas. The, the, the Vedas are the beginnings of Indian spiritual philosophy. Mm. And um, there are four main Vedas. So it, it, the word um, basically means um, knowledge or, or, or to know, or, you know, spiritual knowledge. So, you know, um, so, so um, Vedic astrology, um, they call it Jyotish. Is is one of the 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 um the the the, the, the main schools of, of Indian spiritual philosophy. Mm-hmm. Super interesting. I'm going to look that up mm-hmm. after this. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. Okay. So kind of coming to the end, I, I just wanted to ask you, like, is there anything that you you know final thing that you want to share about you know your life, your you know yoga, Jamaica, um, you know, just to kind of sign us off. Is there anything that that you feel that you haven't said that you'd really love to share with um, the audience? Um, well, um, if you if you ha- if you aren't really familiar with yoga, um, I would um, suggest that you do some research <laughs> and uh, uh, maybe. Um, find a yoga class and if it's something that that moves you but yoga has immense potential for transformation on every level of life you know and a lot of this now has been you know scientifically proven and vetted you know so you know there's a lot of research out there on the internet available a lot of information you know um for me yoga can only be of benefit to you if you if you if you haven't tried it um, like I said, you know, it's up. It operates on all kind of different levels of your existence, on the on the, the your physical level, or your mental psychological level, and your spiritual level. You know, yoga. There's something about yoga here for you. Um, so you know, um, yeah. If it if it appeals to you, you know, go go check it out. There, there, there are just so many things that you know we haven't even begun to scratch the surface you know in the, of course in this podcast you know of what yoga is and, and the possibilities of yoga so um yeah if it's if it's if it's something for you um go check it out uh, thank <laughs> if you. it's not for you just leave it alone you know? <laughs> yeah yeah. Thank you so so yeah, much yeah. for chatting with me yeah. today. It's yeah. just been, yeah. I feel I feel so lucky to have met you. I feel so lucky to have heard your story, and I can't wait to share it with the world. Well, thank you also again. Thank you for um, inviting me into your 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 world of the podcast. 
and uh, you know in in, in yoga um, there's also another mantra that i would i would like to leave with you because the best way that i could leave when it says sarvesham swastir bhavatu sarvesham shantir bhavatu sarvesham purnam bhavatu Sarvesham Mangalam Bhavatu. So that just means auspiciousness to everyone everywhere, peace to everyone everywhere, fullness of life to everyone everywhere, and material wealth, prosperity to everyone everywhere. And with that, I leave you. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Thank you so, so much. Take Om care. Shanti. Bye, Shashi. Om Shanti. Bye-bye. I feel so lucky to have shared this conversation with Shashi. It really made me reflect on how just one introduction can bring people into your life that will help you in ways that you might not realise you needed. I love hearing people's life stories And ultimately, this has been an insightful way of hearing how Shashi naturally gravitated towards something that felt innate and just so natural to him. I haven't always found it the easiest to find that thing that gets me up in the morning, but I have confidence that if we keep striving to try new things and break out of our comfort zones, only growth and new experiences will arise, which could eventually lead us to places we would have never ever expected to be. I'm going to finish on this. Stay curious about the world, continue to ask questions, and never stop learning. If you've enjoyed listening to the Moody Girl podcast, please hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes, and it would be so appreciated if you gave the podcast a review. For socials, please follow at Moody Girl Official for all updates, along with our website, moody-girl.co.uk. See you next time.